Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome everybody to It's Doomsday Podcast. Today is November 6, 2022. Time is 7.27 p.m. We are recording a bit later than usual and joining me as always is Al. What's up, Al? I'm doing good, Jester. How are you doing? I haven't talked to you in forever. It seems like we haven't done an episode in the last couple of weeks because we've all been busy. The world has been happening. So, <laughs> oh <my laughs> How are God. you, Jester? Oh, let, me introduce, doing, let, doing, let me introduce I'm, myself. I'm Al. <laughs> Al, I'm Jester. It's, it's nice to meet you. Uh, so, guys, I have a lot of updates for you guys. First off, let's talk about prep stock. Let's talk about that. So, the main reason we missed the last two episodes that we did, our, our last two weeks we didn't get an upload up, is because of prep stock. Um, right. Prepped and Prepared was kind enough to drive up uh, from where she lives to help me get everything ready last minute to go to prep stock. And then you know, we were at prep stock the following weekend. So that caused us to miss two episodes. We almost missed one today. Things have been wild, but on the prep stock front, everybody that went said they had a great time. We already have the event rescheduled for next year. So if you guys are inclined to come meet up with us at prep stock, this is taking place in Townsend, Tennessee. It's going to be October 6th through the 9th, Columbus Day weekend. We are limiting ticket sales, guys. I'll let everybody know when tickets go on sale, but we're limiting the amount of tickets we're selling. We don't want this to be this overly huge event where we, and it's out of our control. We can't handle it, right? Um, now, this is a pretty big update. I didn't get to tell you about this yet. You're gonna I want to hear it. I, so, I wanted to come to prep stock. Unfortunately, family issues kept me from being able to attend, so I will definitely be here this coming year. There's no question about it, but... I did miss seeing everybody, and so I feel like I'm behind the eight ball. I don't. I got. I got to get caught up too, like everybody else. Go ahead. Okay, so big news: something that happened while we were at Prep Stock and also attending the Self Reliance Expo. We got a new affiliate for the show, Al. Great, great. Oh my God! Let me tell you about this company, Al. It's called OffGridReady.com. They're a smaller okay. business, not a big corporation. Once again, guys, it's offgridready.com they're located in townsend tennessee okay and they have if you're a prepper they have everything you want i swear to god al we're going to go through the list here real quick okay they've got homesteading gear fire pits freeze-dried food water filters generators solar power camping gear firewood first aid supplies navigation supplies flashlights dutch ovens books batteries stoves they even sell freeze dryers they do skills training trauma kits pepper spray hammocks, uh, antennas, knives, whistles, bear spray, maps, ghillie suits, more solar power stuff, uh, GMRS radios, like, and security lighting. And wow. if you guys go to their website, you could see all this. You could buy a freeze dryer. You could buy a solar generator. You can get yourself a Berkey. You can get yourself a Sawyer Mini. All the stuff that we talk about a lot on the show, 
they have available now i had to like really work up a big deal with these guys i mean it, it was you know hard it was like twisted their arm to get a discount code out of them because they were just going to hook me up and i was like no 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 i need a discount code for my listeners that's how this works right the best i was able to do on this one guys is i got you free shipping on anything you order from the website that was the best i could do so if you guys go to www.offgridready.com and use code DOOMFREE, you will get free shipping on all these supplies. And let me explain to you why we couldn't get a blanketed code for the website. So this is the reason why. They sell like $4,000 freeze dryers, okay? Right. And they're already pretty marked down as it is. If they give us a 10%, 15% discount code, do you know how much money they're gonna lose on a freeze dryer? If somebody right. would use that. So I understand. I get it. But go check out our friends at OffGridReady.com, guys. Once again, utilize code DOOMFREE uh, for free shipping on anything you order from the website. Now, Just your free shipping is great. Free shipping oh, is, is a huge. Shipping yeah, is it high is. nowadays. So yeah, that's a huge thing. Going up. I agree with you. And, you know, not only that, but you got to think about if you order a freeze dryer, freeze dryer, you're getting free shipping on that. You know how right. much those big bad boys cost to ship? Yeah, about $300 a piece. Yeah, so I mean, you, I mean, we're hooking you guys up. It doesn't seem like it, but we are. All right, so that's that is the next update on this list. Um, the new update. This is like a happened this weekend update. So it's Doomsday Podcast now officially has a legitimate studio. There is a legit studio now. We have it. It's here. I'm doing the first episode in it right now, guys. We haven't got the soundproofing up in here yet, so if it sounds a little tinny. If there's a little bit of an echo going on, that's what it is. It is from this room I'm in and the soundproofing not done yet. But this happened like a stroke of luck. I met this guy out here Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. I went home, talked to my wife about it. She said, go ahead, pull the trigger. Next thing I know, he's emailing me a, a lease to sign, sign the lease. Today I'm here. And wow. we're here recording the first episode. So this happened super super quick like there's still so much more work to do here within the studio but now i finally have a dedicated place to come in do editing record the show it's great and al i'm super stoked because if you ever make it up this way we're going to be sitting in the studio together doing all this doomsday conversation it's going to be fantastic we're going to that's why i want the listener to understand that we everything builds a little bit at a time especially when you're on a budget and we're all on a budget and i i'm so glad that you finally found a studio i know you were looking to build one buy one do some things so sometimes these things are blessings in the skies it just come on you all of a sudden and that's a great thing i'm i'm proud for you really i am thank you and, and it's and it's really interesting because there was a woman that, that i met here earlier today she was gonna get she looked at the same room i'm in looked at this same room the same day was even here before I was, but I was the one that pulled the trigger and decided to text like later in the evening, be like, "Yo, I'll take it." Well, that's great. If I would have, if I would have waited till today, no, I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> well, that's great, and you have good, you have good service for your internet and everything like that, which is, you know, people like us that live in the sticks. That's that's huge. People don't understand, but they have great internet service. Us folks in the sticks, I mean, we literally deal with tinfoil and, and soda cans sometimes trying to get service. So I'm proud for you on that, too. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, big updates on that, guys. And I'm going to I'm going to put out a formal request to you guys uh, for all the listeners out there, guys. 
The studio looks kind of plain. It could use some cool stuff in here if you guys want to put donate some decorations or send me some stuff to put up in here. And I know there's a lot of guys out here that do like homemade woodworking and stuff. If you want to see it in the studio, right? Mm -hmm. Email me. I'll send you our PO box. Email at doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com if you guys want to send if you guys want to send some cool stuff in for the studio. It would be awesome. But anyway, uh, let's get into part two of prepping for the season. We were kind of more or less focused on the vehicle side of things with this last go round. Very true. But I figure we could get more into the home side of this this episode out. Yes, sir. You know, there's nothing worse than when you have a situation where you're changing seasons, where you're either losing heat in the wintertime or you're losing cool in the summertime. You know, you're paying for this. Whether you're it's an emergency situation or just a regular everyday situation, so you don't want to lose and, and and be at the elements. So there are certain things that you can do to try to protect your home to keep the heat from going out or the cool from go from going out. Especially if you're running off a generator. I mean, let's face it. Some people have health con concerns. Gesture. I mean, my wife can't breathe that well in the heat. So if I had to run an air conditioner off a generator and keep the cool air in, I need to keep as much cool air in as I can. If I'm going to try to heat the house, but I only can heat a small area, I need to hold as much of that in as I possibly can. So there's things that you could do, like uh, being able to tape up windows, pad things underneath doors, you know, fill cracks, little things like that. People don't even think of these things. They get so busy, worked up, thinking, oh, my God, I can only heat this much. How am I going to keep it in? And they don't think of them. These are things that you need to think of ahead of time and get all your stuff ahead of time. Tarps, bisqueen, duct tape, things like that are great to just stick in a pack at your house in case you do need to. Because we all know sometimes you, you don't have a, I mean, how many people have seen the little terracotta pots with the candles and it's good to warm up room, one room? You need to hold as much heat as you can in with that. That's 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 my take on that. Hey preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com. D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. Well, yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, you know, on that note, I think a lot of people just, they're too they're too reliant on the grid. So let's throw that out there, how Al's bringing this up, like ways to heat houses. Guys, a lot of us have electric heat in our homes, and we rely on central air, which requires an electric blower to, to move that heat through your home. Yep. So the moment we have a, a grid failure situation, you're losing that heat. It's done. It's over with. There are other concerns too, Jester, other concerns. Um we all know that dampness, wetness, uh, whether it be perspiration, whether it be rain, whether it be condensation on windows, things like that, are it's it's horrible. Okay, it happens in the in vehicles. It happens in your house. It can happen with your preps. Um, wetness does not is not your friend. Whether it's wet matches, whether you're 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 sweating on something to to get something wet whether it could be the condensation whether it's just snow melting or ice melting whether or not it's it could be a, a plethora of different things but wetness is not your friend one it causes bacterial growth mold growth 
Uh, it can cause sickness. Those are just minor things, let alone the fact that in cold and wet conditions, you lose a lot of body heat. Uh, you could lose a lot of your regular heat. So we need to look out for wetness. I, I brought this up to you today when I said we got we we're going to talk this topic. We need to talk about wet because wet gets a lot of people in trouble. They think just because you're just talking about the wet matches out. No, I'm talking about wet is a bad thing. It can cause health concerns. Do you know how much mold and how quickly mold can grow and bacteria can grow in a wet environment? So it's it's a it's a it's a thing you have to you have to look out for. And this affects every season. Because you have wet times in the spring, wet times in the fall because of the weather outside. In the wintertime, condensation, like I said earlier. And then in summertime, you know, there's condensation too. So, Al, it's interesting that you're bringing up, you know, the wetness and things like that. And, I, you know, my brain automatically went to fire, you know, trying to start a fire when it's wet. So, Al, this, this just happened. Um, I'm not making this shit up, guys. This just happened. So I just got an email, um, and Al, guess what? Blackbeard Firestarters approved its Doomsday podcast as an affiliate. So guess what? If you guys go to blackbeardfirestarter.com and use code Doomsday at checkout, you guys get 10% off your entire order. That just happened. That is great. That's Holy absolutely that great. Is great. That's <laughs> that. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest with you, Jester. You, you and I both know that to start a fire... You, you 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 need something. You can have all the lint in the world. You can have all the dry material in the world. But if it gets damp, even moist, if you ever try to start a fire on a really humid day, it doesn't always start just right. Or, or when the weather's kind of damp, even if you have dry tinder, it doesn't want to go. So, yeah, sometimes those blackbeard type, type products, sometimes just lint and cotton balls and wax and things like that are, are, are huge to have. And then you can dry yourself out and dry out your conditions. But, um, yeah, keep a lot of that around. I keep a lot of around, like pounds of it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Al. Maybe um, I'm, I'm going to wait to see what Blackbeard sends us here in the mail. I'll ship you some stuff down, man. Get hey, I'm, I'm always up for a fire starter. Believe me, I love to start fires. I always oh, love yeah. to. You know, I, I'll tell you what. This I, I hate to redirect focus from the topic at hand here, but this has been such an exciting last, like, couple of weeks and it's just been like good piled on good for the show. So I am like stoked. But anyway, um, <laughs> to get back I, into guys prepping for the season, I'm so sorry. Al. I'm like just fired up right now. Um, I'll tell you something else, Jester, that that's huge that, that, that people don't think about prepping for the season. Also, when we talk about drying things up, certain things can get ruined in, 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 in wetness and seasons and things. And I, I brought this up last night when I was talking on my podcast about, about um, things like uh, baking soda, flour, um, seasonings and spices and things like that. They're not always packed to stay dry for long periods of time. The seals can break. So when you're packing these things away and you're for long-term storage, it doesn't hurt to, to, to make sure you've got something that absorbs the oxygen or something that absorbs the moisture. The little moisture containers like you can buy at the little dollar store, the little dollar type that sucks the water up, they're great to have. I love to put them in my safes and my bags and my baskets and things like that. So that's just a thing I love to do because I hate moisture. I hate moisture. You know, that's a, that's a good point. And like, you got to think too, like some of this is climate specific. You're, if you're in an area that's very arid and very dry, you know, it's moisture is not going to be that big of an issue. But as we're talking about prepping for the season, moisture levels change throughout the year. 
Okay. I know when I was up north, it got dry as a bone in the wintertime, right? There was like a very low humidity level in the air. But then as soon as like spring and summer came, it was ridiculous. You had to do extra things to keep moisture out of stuff. And that's, you know, kind of along the lines of what we're trying to push to you guys is, you know, you got to get prepared for these seasons. You got to start thinking about, okay, what do I need to do ahead of time? That way, if things break bad, you're not worried about these items last minute. You know, another thing, Jester, we've talked about wet conditions, but you started talking about dry conditions. And I want to bring up something that, that we don't think about, about prepping for the season is the dry conditions, the dry air, whether it be wind, whether it be, um, I have situations where the wind bothers me, I get an earache, where wind bothers me, my lips chap. You know, I've seen people that have been exposed to, to the, the sun and the wind and things like that, exposure where your skin gets dry, gets chapped, actually to the point where your lips can bleed and things like that. So, Maybe keeping something around like petroleum jelly in all your packs, not just to start fires with and things like that, but if you've ever been out in a really, really cold wind, put a little petroleum jelly on your lips, on your face, around your eyes. It, it's, it's a big thing protector, you know. You can put some on your ears occasionally. I've done that before in really, really cold wind. It doesn't sound like it would help, but it absolutely helps. It makes a barrier between you and the wind. Um, also, another thing, with, the, with we talk about wind now, so let's talk about earaches, okay? I, it's a very common thing with me. I found that a little bit of wax, I mean, excuse me, a little bit of petroleum jelly and a, and a, and a cotton ball stuffed in my ear keeps me from getting earaches, and I'm susceptible to them every year. So that's just a little, little, little pointer from me to everybody else out there if you have earaches. But I like to keep them down best I can because wind is another environmental change that comes with the season. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, something else just on that note, and I don't know why I didn't think about this until just now, but we're talking about it being dry, you know, uh, briefly, the idea of these forest fires and the idea of, you know, you could be in a bad a bad position in that respect. Um, and we, we talk about fire safety, you know, occasionally, and we do, we do it very briefly, but, I mean, this is something to be aware of. These, as the seasons change, you're going to need to be aware of this. Yes, Jester, I'm telling you, fires... Um, I'm in a climate where we have we we do have some drought and we we just got off a of burn ban. We've got some rain recently, but my friend Cody Kane, he lives in California and they have a lot of drought and a lot of um, drought-like long-term condition. Forest fires are very prevalent out there. We do have small fires here in Arkansas, and I'm not saying we don't have wildfires, but they don't get nearly as big and as large. But wildfires are very prevalent in a lot of places across the world and and in America. It doesn't take but just one cigarette butt or a muffler hot or a spark off something to cause a forest fire. So this is something you really need to be looking out for. And the, the wind is not your friend. The drought in the wind is not your friend. So I'm not going to say it's all season based, but it it happens every year. Sort of like tornadoes here in Arkansas are seasonal. Um, hurricanes are seasonal. Fires are seasonal too. So it's always it's always good to know what your conditions are, your drought conditions and your flood conditions, where your stages, your rivers are, and how dry things are, how wet things are. Also, knowing what the weather's going to bring. I, I preach all the time to people. They have no idea the bad weather's coming in. I usually know. I keep a 7-day to 10-day forecast all the time, and I'm constantly checking it. But you'd be surprised when I put out an all-call about bad weather coming in, people are just totally shocked. Well, how would you know that? Well, they've been talking about it for a week. Do you ever watch the news? 
So this is something as a prepper you have to do. I mean, if something horrible was going to happen today and something broke down, the EMP struck, let's just say, if you knew that tomorrow it was supposed to rain, that might be very helpful to you. Oh, no, I agree. I get I get what you're saying. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm Al, I'm one of these people to where I've sworn off the news. Um, I don't even, the only time I even check the weather anymore, Al, is, is I check to see when the rain is going to stop. <laughs> it slows me down. That's <laughs> Well, I don't look at the weather. I look at, I, I have apps on my phone that I use until, you know, until everything goes down. I, I've got them to use, but I check those apps every day religiously, religiously. I I just do. I like to know what the weather's going to be. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, I mean, it makes sense to do that 100%. And, I, you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm just so disgusted by the by the news is why I'm staying away from it primarily. And I'm going to tell you what, let's let's get into that a little bit. So let's okay. talk about, you know, we talk about the change in the seasons. How many, Al, how many news articles have you seen where they're trying to scare the shit out of people to panic by due to weather? A lot. Yeah. A lot. I'm, I'm not saying that they're always wrong or that the media is just spreading bullshit, but there's been many times this wicked hurricane's coming through. There's this ice storm coming, blah, blah. There's going to be floods. There's going to be this, you know, go, go buy everything up you need. And then nothing happens. Right. Yes, sir. Now, people like me and Al who are prepared, we're not going out to the store and doing that shit. Right. So here's what I want you guys to do for all the new people listening to the show. I know a majority of our listeners probably already got this handled. What you guys need to be doing is you guys need to have that little emergency kit stashed at your house right now to where when they say bad weather's coming, you're like, shit, I got to get a case of water. I need to get more toilet paper. I need to get this. I need to get that. Why not just get that shit now to, so you don't have to worry about it, already have it in your home. And if things break bad, you can just watch other people go to the store and go nuts. Right. People go crazy when this happens, Jester. But also, not only do they go crazy, but if you watch the stores... The big box stores, they cater to what they think you're going to need. When it rains, what do they do? The first thing they do is they roll uh, umbrellas and rain jackets up to the front counter so you can see them. Why don't I just buy them ahead of time? Then you don't have to worry about somebody gouging you for them. It's the same thing with this. You know, when, when people in Arkansas find out there's going to be a freeze or some snow, there's no bread, no milk, there's no nothing. It doesn't make any difference if anybody needed bread or milk or not. It's automatically gone because, oh, my God, it's going to snow. Well, okay. All right. I mean, did you have to go out and get 18 loaves of bread and six, six gallons of milk? No. But the stores know this. They actually look ahead of time at what the weather is, and they get extra because they know they can just sell it. Um, don't put yourself in that position, folks. Be a prepper. Be be prepper-based. I'm not going to say when something bad's going to happen, I might not go get a loaf of bread or go get me a gallon of milk if things are, might possibly be down for a couple days. But I'm not going to go raid everything. I'm not going to pay their high price because I already have things stuck back in case I can't get it. But it happens every time, and people go nuts uh, when things like this happen yesterday. They just lose their minds. Oh, no, they absolutely do, and I've seen this firsthand. And, like, again, when we're saying prepping for the season, I'm not. we're not just talking about the cold weather anymore. We're not just nope. talking about snow or summer heat. Guys, there are storm seasons every year, all right? When I was in Florida, it was hurricane and tornado season we got hit with, right? We really didn't have too much other, too many other things to worry about. We didn't really get hard winters where I was at. Like, I don't think it's ever snowed where I was at. We got a couple frosts once or twice, but that was it. And, I mean, heat waves were a big one, okay? But 
when the hurricanes rolled through and the tornadoes rolled through, that was when the power was out. That's when you didn't have your AC. That's when your refrigerator quit working, things like this. You guys want to have alternative means of things when this shit breaks bad. You, refrigerator goes out, you know the food's going to spoil. You better have some canned goods. You better have some dry goods so you can still feed yourself, right? Right. And, I mean, here's what a lot of people forget, too. And this doesn't go through too many people's minds. If the grocery store loses power, they lose their supply, too. Yes, sir. Right. Their food will go bad in those coolers, in the freezers. And guess what? At that point, they're having to throw everything away. It's all spoiled. It's done. And now you have to wait for that grocery store in your area to restock as everybody's panic buying the shit that's left in there. So domino effect with this stuff, guys. It's better to just have it and not need it and just sit on it and not worry about it. Also, the gougers out there. Jester, there are gougers. I've watched this happen before during power outages in Florida, here in Arkansas, and I've seen it reported all over the country. As soon as the power goes out, whether it be for a hurricane or a storm or whatever, all of a sudden somebody shows up an entire truckload of generators. And they're asking four times, five times what they bought them for or what they normally would sell for that's gouging folks that's that's um if you want to be the victim of that um i, I don't want to be a victim of anybody's gouging don't think that the big companies don't do it either i'm watching it happen right now in the prepping world since prepping has become so quote-unquote vogue and in tune with everything nowadays and it's hip to be preppers nowadays i'm watching prepping items and long-term items all kinds of items that preppers have traditionally always bought now the price is going up and as soon as the, the shelves empty when they get a new stock in, the price is going higher now i know all prices are going higher but they're gouging people that are trying to prep right now i've seen it happen with at least a dozen items that i've tried to get over the last 30 days so yeah they're gouging preppers the big box stores now are feeding off your fear that things may not be there in a little while and since prepping is so big now, they figure, why not we make a little extra money on top of it? Oh, absolutely. And I got to I gotta tell you guys what, after going to Prepper Camp and the Self-Reliance Expo, I mean, you, have, you do have people that are profiteering off preppers. They absolutely are. There's 100%, no doubt about it. I mean, you know, we throw out discount, discount codes to you guys and try to steer you in the right direction of what products to buy so you don't piss away a lot of money. But I watch a lot of people, you know, basically selling people on fear. Right. You need this. You have to have this. And it's like, no, you, you really don't. I mean, you can get by without it. You know, you got to think our ancestors survived for many, many years through, through bad conditions with very little technology. So it can be done. And when you talk to these bushcraft guys, they're looking at you and they're like, the hell do you need a life straw for? You don't know how to filter water? What the right. hell do you need? What the hell do you need this tent for? Like you can't build a shelter. So there's, you know, there are people out there that, that kind of scoff at these people that are selling these items. But to go back to your point, the gouging, the price gouging Al, man, I seen things during the hurricanes. It was absolutely ridiculous. I was watching people fill up 55 gallon drums full of fuel and like driving it down to the keys to go down there to sell it because they were out and they knew yep. that they could make a hell of a profit. It's like, that's what you're going to do. So you're going to bleed our pumps dry to go down there to make a shit ton of money. Like, that's not okay. I could see if you were going down there to volunteer to help out and there was no gas there to get yourself home. That I could understand. But you have, human beings are really good at screwing each other over, especially in America. 
Yes, and you're and... going to see this happen. And again, this is you know I think I think Al's point he's pretty much getting to right. Al is just be ready for it so you don't have to deal with the price gouging. Right. You know, Jester, I've seen this, and and I'm going to say this because I you know I like to raise livestock. I, I, I've chickens, rabbits, things like that, small livestock. I love to do it. They're now finding out that people are wanting to have their own home um, gardens and their own home livestock, like chickens and rabbits, things like that. Now they're gouging that. I've watched, I mean, granted, everything's going up, but I'm watching chicken wire, uh, chicken feed. My chicken feed has doubled in price since last year, doubled. I'm seeing things that shouldn't even be going up, like hatching chicks going up. I'm watching um, double the price. A full-grown laying hen is double the price now it was two years ago. So, yes, things are going up. I granted that. But they're now gouging people that want to start being homesteaders to supplement their prepping. So, yeah, it's happening everywhere. I just simply won't do it. I, I won't do it, and I'm not, and I won't buy anything from a gouger. Period. So I'm training my chickens now to go out into free range, so I can supplement my food bill because I'm not going to pay their high prices. No, and I don't blame you one bit. You know, and Al, since you brought up the price change thing, I I want to bring something up real quick, and I don't know if it's, it has to do with the market crash. We all know that's coming. That's something you guys need to be prepping for right now. Yes, okay. sir. <laughs> I'm noticing things going down in price as well like this the stores know people are broke they can't get rid of shit so they're discounting stuff i went to pick a desk up for the studio today al this desk was typically it was normally like 235 dollars they had it on sale for 100 bucks right yes and then the the lady behind the counter gave me an extra 10 percent off just because so I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, are you having that much trouble moving stuff right now to where you start, have to start discounting things? Jester, I, I follow uh, uh, several people that I, I won't bring up on this podcast, but I follow several people, some religious people, some non-religious people that I respect deeply that have been in studying media for years and studying prepping for years. And two or three of them mentioned at the beginning of the year that a lot of the the big box retailers were going to get caught this year with a lot of home goods and 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 non-essential items that they were simply going to have to drop price on to get rid of because they don't have room to store it and then the things that they have now do the supply chain issues they were absolutely right you're you're right on target i've seen it happening and actually those big box stores, when they can't get rid of it, they sell it to retail discounters that sell it at even a bigger discount than what you're talking about there. When they go to the the last uh, the last sellers, I went to a store that I get a lot of um, retail returns and overstocks and stuff from, and they were practically giving away good furniture still in the box. The last time I was down there, literally ninety percent off. Of the sticker price because they can't move it and they'll tell you straight up when we get rid of this tractor trailer load we got another one out back there's a lot yeah, of things I just, that are um, cheap i just reposted something on um tiktok about you know there's they're getting all these items out that were stuck on the containers and people don't want them so they're selling the stuff off really cheap yep all right so i wanted to i wanted to go through something here to, to keep on with this um 
keep up with this prepping for the season stuff because guys winter is upon us some people are already experiencing winter i know where i'm at we get a really really late winter like i really don't get winter till like i don't know january february here that's what um, we do too yep so there's a good article guys go check out offgridnews.com and these are 10 often forgotten items uh for winter stockpile that you should be getting getting together so Number one on the list is uh, medications, both prescription and over-the-counter. Guys, the last thing you want to do is say, oh, shit, I'm out of this med, and I got to risk going out on icy roads or stuff to go get it, right? Or yes, sir. The grid, you know, or the power grids went down because of an ice storm, and, and they can't check you out at CVS, right? So just, you know, medications, prescription, and over-the-counter. Tell your doctor, hey, I need some extra because the winter's coming. I just want to have it just in case something happens. Also, first aid supplies, guys. Listen, I'm going to tell you what. A lot of injuries happen due to ice. My father um, slipped and fell walking in our back door when I was a kid. He had to get surgery done on his knee because it chipped, chipped off a piece of the bone, and it was basically getting stuck in his kneecap, and it was like putting a ball in a hinge. Uh, just walking in the back door, slipped and fell, and, and shattered that little piece off his knee. So, guys, first aid supplies are great. Your ice packs everything that you would need first aid related you're going to deal with some injuries in the winter it's a common thing especially if you got kids that are outside sled riding and stuff it's very common um batteries batteries are great to have we all stock batteries as it is but again you don't want to risk it to go out for batteries you want to have those for the flashlights you want to have everything ready to go if there's that power outage so having your batteries is great um diapers something i guess commonly forgotten uh i don't wear diapers my kids do so i'm going to get on the list and maybe get a little bit more before we get a bad storm. And then of course on this list is toilet paper, your paper towels, hygiene supplies, you know, shampoo, soap, stuff like that. Laundry and cleaning supplies, also pet food. Don't forget about the pet food. And then number 10 on the list is miscellaneous household and vehicle supplies. So this could be anything from antifreeze to camp dry for your boots, uh, matches for the fireplace, you know, and what they're saying is evaluate your your needs and stock up now, which is exactly what Al and I are saying, right? Absolutely. You you have to know what you're going to use. A deal is only a deal if it's something that you're going to use you that you like or you want. Um, don't stock up on things that you absolutely don't need unless you have a, a way to maybe barter with them if something was to happen. But there's nothing worse than being snowed in and go, oh, my God, I got to have so-and-so. I can't go without it. I don't have any extra. I try to pride myself in always having something stuck back. Um, so, yeah, save yourself some money. Also, the way things are going up in price now, most things that you buy are going to be more expensive two weeks or 30 days down the road. So why not just buy it now and save a little money? It may not seem like you're saving money, but really you are if you buy it now. So, um there's so many items, so many things that you, you need on a daily basis. And I want to mention something about the medications. You talked about over-counter medications, prescription medications, first aid supplies. A lot of those things aren't made in the United States anymore. A lot of those things are, are, are shipped over from China and from other foreign countries. So there absolutely could be like a drought in those type of items any time now because a lot of things have been stuck on container ships how do you know they're any good by the time they get here or maybe they don't send them at all so yeah stock up every, all you can and everything that you can if you use it or you need it hey preppers do you want 10 percent off survival food go to www.readywise.com and use code doom10 at checkout 
for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com. D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. Absolutely, 100%. And, you know, Al, I could pretty much guarantee you that every medication, uh, regardless if it's made in the U.S. or not, is coming coming in overseas packaging. Yes. So if they're not, you know, if Tylenol is not getting the bottles from overseas to put their product in, you're probably not going to get it. No. No. They they have to have packaging. Packaging is huge nowadays. Uh, a lot of companies have said during the pandemic that they couldn't sell the product that they had because they had no packaging for it. So... Yeah, that's a big concern. Oh, it absolutely is. And, you know, for me, the big thing I worried about in the winter and and the thing I usually stockpile and I usually wait until it goes on sale after the winter and then I buy it up as I buy up the uh, the ISO heat. You know what I'm talking about? Or the uh, the stuff you put down to melt the ice. Yes. I have a gravel walkway going to my house. Okay. And that's a pain in the ass to shovel when the snow gets there. So I use the hell out of that shit. All right. Like just all that ice melt stuff. And it's cheaper after the season. So I buy it for the previous year. So I could tell you right now, I've probably got four or five jugs of that stuff just put away for when the snow comes. Jester, that's what I do for each season. When summer's over, I buy things for next year, things that are going to still be good for next year. You know, certain some things don't have a shelf life. Some things have a huge shelf life. So I always buy my next summer stuff at the end of this summer and I, I do that for every season we try to always do that so we keep supplies around for the next year in case something happens i mean covid happened and there was a huge change to the, the shipping and the and the uh, supplies so people ran out of things they didn't have things I, I must admit me and a lot of other preppers had things stuck back you know i hear people say well i can't get citronella candles this year i'm like yeah i got about 50 gallons of citronella oil stuck out here and a bunch of them candles from last year. Let me see if they're out of date. Oh, nope, they're still in date. Okay, they're good. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, they couldn't get them this year. They couldn't get this or that, but I already had them. So that's the way you need to be. <laughs> oh, exactly. I 100% agree with you. And it's just, to me, it's just mind-blowing how people, I, you know, I can get the side of this out, like being in a bad financial position and you can't go out and get stuff. Right. But to me, that's all the more reason to be buying stuff up at the end of the season. You know. Well, especially clothing. Especially like cold weather clothing. When the winter's over with, this is the first year that I saw a lot of the big box stores because of the pandemic. They didn't just clearance all their all their, their cold weather clothing at the end of last winter because they didn't know what they are going to be able to get this year. So they stuck a lot of it back and they pulled it out this year. But most years, they just dump that stuff. They dump it for like 30% of what they have in it. So, you know, they they get rid of it cheap. And that's where I've always done really well at. <laughs> right, no, and, and I get it. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what. So I this is something I've noticed. It's, you know, and, and I'm probably pretty bad off, you know, doing doing this with the kids. The kids, your kids are growing every year. All right. Yep. Always waiting to the last minute to buy the kids in winter jackets. Okay. Because they're always growing and, and it's hard. Like, it's easy to pass them down to the younger one, you know, but when it comes to the older kids, like, you don't think that they need this until it actually starts getting cold. And it's, and it's hey, where's your jacket? And it's, oh, shit, it doesn't fit anymore. 
not thinking that last year when everything was going on clearance and everything was going on sale, we could have just bought one then, got it a size bigger, and it probably fit right now. So, you know, we don't always did about your kids, guys. We, you know, we always did, and and it, we did this with, I did this with my kids, and I, I don't care. They didn't know the difference between fashion and not fashion. At the end of the season, we would always go, and if things were marked down half price, instead of buying one of something when it was full price, we'd buy two of them since it was half price, spend the exact same money, and buy two sizes, a size we thought they were going to need and a size bigger. And guess what? Every year we had the right size. And people say every once in a while, well, you then it means you had all this extra. Well, every once in a while, there's somebody else needed a jacket, somebody you could help out, whatever it might be, so you had extra stuff back. And that's a good thing, too, because you never know. If times get bad, those could be barter items. And, yeah, you might help yourself out, not just you. It might be help somebody else out, too. So, yeah, always look at it like that. Have an open mind to those type of things. Oh, absolutely. I, Al, I 100% agree. And, you know, for the, for the record, guys, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go out here and say that I'm, I'm the best prepper on the planet or that I know everything or anything like that. But the one thing I do know is when it gets cold out and you haven't done these things, you're going to regret not doing them. Yes, sir. And winter's right around the corner. And, I mean, if you've ever been in that position where it's like, shit, I don't have a jacket, I got to go do shit outside, or... You know, oh, my car broke down. I got to walk home now in my tennis shoes, and there's snow on the ground. You're going to figure out real quick that you should have you should have been smarter and you should have did something. You're going to figure that out real quick. I have a famous statement, Jester, that I like to make, and I say, wet, cold, and hungry. Doesn't care if you're black, you're white, if you're old, you're young, if you're a man or a woman, if you're gay, you're straight. It doesn't matter what you're, what, how you vote. It doesn't matter if you're cold, damp, and hungry. It's all the same, okay? That, that's the great equalizer. Um, if you're standing out there and you weren't smart enough or you weren't prepared enough to have a jacket, you're going to be cold. I don't care what your socioeconomical condition is. I don't care. If you're hungry and you've not prepared, you're going to be just as hungry whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, okay? It doesn't matter. It's the great equalizer. So get prepared. We don't even look at people's affiliations when it comes to prepping. We try to teach everybody to do the same thing. Absolutely, 100%. And on that note, guys, we're about to get out of here. Uh, before we do, once again, www.offgridready.com, guys. Uh, utilize code DOOMFREE for free shipping on all those items. Readywise.com, utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your order. And now, go to blackbeardfirestutters.com. And utilize code Doomsday and get 10% off your entire order at Blackbeard Firestarters. That's now, great. That's great. Um, it, it is. It's awesome. I can't believe like all this stuff is just happening so quickly. Guys, uh, the email, it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. If you guys got topic suggestions, you want to come on the show, anything like that, you just email in, you let us know. Um, Al, when's your show again on Podbean? We've kind of changed it up a little bit. We're doing Saturday and Sunday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, we're doing a couple pre-recorded shows now in place of doing the Friday. So we're just doing Saturday and Sunday. Also, let me say this. 
I'm gonna. I'm starting a show. It's gonna be on video format. It's gonna be mostly news crossed with prepping. Uh, I'll, I'll get back and tell everybody about that later on. I'm working on that right now, but um, maybe we could work some projects together when we both get doing video format to where we can do some shows together and things like that. So that's what we're hoping for one day. Very, very cool. And, guys, you're going to hear this episode tomorrow uh, in the morning. This goes out 5 a.m. Monday morning on the 7th. There's another change that's coming tomorrow, another big change. Guys, our live shows are going from 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, guys, if you don't have the Podbean app and you want to come into the live shows, come on in. It's a free app. It doesn't cost you anything. And you will hear me with with my live co-host, Jake Dials, on that show tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Is That's going to be our first night out. I will doing, be there. Um, yeah, doing 6 p.m. It's, I'm, I don't know what the turnout's going to be. I don't know. But, Al, you got anything you, else you want to add for the listeners before we get out of here? Well, I think Jake is a great addition to the live shows. I absolutely love him and Alexa both. They're both great folks. And I'll be there tomorrow night. So if you would, please be there, 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time for the It's Doomsday live tomorrow night. and Everybody just have a wonderful time. Have a good week. Absolutely. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. This is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.